everybody this is Dan here aka red man what a story we have today I actually wrote uh, written this down a while this has been an idea in my head from a, for a story that I've wanted to do for a bit now and uh, I'm definitely pumped up and uh, ready to go I can't wait to uh, get this story started hopefully everybody's having a good day ever hopefully everybody had a good weekend um, so, as per usual, uh, you know, I do a little ca- catching up with everybody, let everybody know how everything's going and uh, what night. Uh, apologize about that. I got to figure out how to shut off the notifications. Um, notifications on here, but at the very least, so my phone is horrible. So end up getting another phone, different uh, service provider. Um, what is this? Uh, so it, we went the prepaid route. It's just a little bit cheaper. It's actually way cheaper than anything else out there. Um, so we went to prepaid, and uh, it actually gets service on the prop the property. So uh, stoked about that as well. The only aggravating thing is I really have to figure out how to uh, stop this thing from, like, going into a sleep mode because I constantly have to touch it. But it was like that with the other one, too. Um, but, yeah, everything's going good. Uh, you know, looks like I'm going back to Dallas again next week for work, which is fine. You know, it is what it is. Got to do what we got to do. Uh and thankfully, feeling better. And the last time I talked to everybody, let you all know I ended up having COVID. Uh, went back to work this week. Uh, got tested before I went back, and everything's looking good. Um, hey, let me just give you all a little heads up. And I know most of my listeners here have common sense. But if you know somebody that doesn't, listen, if you're sick, it doesn't matter if it's COVID, the flu, the cold, whatever. If you're sick... And you're supposed to have somebody, you know, come to your house, some kind of service provider, whether it's a cable guy, you know, a cable person, uh, you know, or an appliance tech or anything, a carpenter to come in and, you know, work on your house or whatever it is. Don't. Cancel and reschedule it. You don't need it, number one, to get that person sick, all right? I, I, I don't care. You don't need to get them sick. They have a job to do, 
And the thing is, if you get them sick, especially if you're going to people's houses all the time, you, you're going to get other people sick. You're going to spread that. It's dumb. Again, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, COVID or the, the flu or whatever the issue. Don't need to spread the love in that way. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason for it. Don't need to do it. So please don't do it. I'm going to be doing a couple of shows today. This is my first one of the day. Um, and then I'm a, we're going to post them later on. So this show is going to be posted later on today um, or as soon as I can. The other one that we're going to do is going to be I'm trying to get uh, a friend of mine who's also my son's mother on here and to share our story. Uh, that's probably going to actually go on to the uh, Patreon uh, one. It's a dollar a month. Pretty sure anybody can really afford a dollar a month. I'm not really going any further than that price. Um, we are going to start doing recordings for YouTube. So when I'm doing these live podcasts, y'all can actually see what's going on. And, uh, this, uh, we've been really good lately when I've come to having people on the live shows and, and all that fun stuff. And I'm more than happy, uh, for that to be, you know, something going on right now. So that being said, doesn't die out that being said uh, i'm just gonna read this man because the, the, this is what pops up on our screen all the time and uh, i'm 100 percent with it so uh, this is stuff i'm not gonna put up with i never put up with i've kicked people off i blocked people it's just you know not needed in any special way so they're not gonna put any kind of you know harassing obscene or racist you know comments, any of that shit's, you know, prohibited. No disrespect whatsoever. It's just not going to happen. And if you're going to participate on the live show, let's keep the cussing down to like a minimum. I know sometimes because you're caught in that moment, because you're retelling the story that you're going through or that you went through that you're, you know, your emotions are still there because you went through that. And that's fine. I'll let that slip. I might say something like, I, uh, you know, let's ease up depending on what you say and how many times you say it. But if you're cussing every other word or every word, it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with that. I, I like this show to, uh, for everybody to participate. I also like the show for everybody to be able to listen to, you know, I liked when I was able to, you know, have, uh, sit back and listen to with, with my sons. Um, Especially back when my, my younger son, you know, was way younger to just listen to different stuff or even when we were to sit back and, and watch TV shows. And I wouldn't have done that if there was cussing nonstop. I just it's kind of useless. You know what I'm saying? So that being said, hopefully everybody understands if you don't. Well, too bad. But. I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, been drinking a lot of orange juice. Um, trying to get as 
much sun as possible. And, uh, you know, just concentrate on, on working as much as I can right now. So I mentioned before, there's a town, it's called Jefferson, Texas. Uh, the mayor of this, and it's on the site and they, they once a year, um, which I think last, this past year was the first one that they've had. Uh, the big, a big, easy for me to talk, a Bigfoot conference, um, in, which is really cool. They, they were doing it every single year. There's a couple sightings out that way. It's a, it's a decent, popular place for it. Um, I'm going to check it out this year. and I'm going to try to uh, go out. I want to be a vendor. So, you know, get my podcast out there as much as possible. Um, and then hopefully uh, start going out to sightings. And, and again, if anybody has any sightings that they want to share, any experiences that they want to share, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, Sasquatch, the dog man, paranormal UFOs, any of that stuff, um, feel free to hit us up. Now, our email is podcast at protonmail. Again, that is podcast at protonmail.com. That is how you can get a hold of us. We'll set something up, get you on the schedule, and let your story be heard. And let me tell you something from experience. It's honestly one of the best feelings when you get that weight off your chest from telling about your experiences. I, I know it's, you know, a scary thought because you're sitting there wondering if anybody's going to, you know, make fun of you or not even that as much as, you know, what people's main worries were back in the day. And even a, a bit today as well. Well, you know, is this going to discredit me? Well, number one, we don't have to give your your real name if you don't want. And that's 100% okay with me. Um, if you want to be anonymous and we'll, we'll make up a name, you know, like uh, Donnie Smith or, you know, Anna Jones, that's, that's fine. That's just right off the top of my head what I got. So... Uh, we will, you know, location wise, we try not to give too much information away. Of course we want the state and when it's me and you that are going to be talking, cause that's, what's going to happen at first. We're going to just talk, uh, probably do some kind of fake, um, record that and, uh, we'll take it from there. You know, everything, trust me, it feels a lot better when you're able to get your story out. And, and I understand the, uh, the emotions it is. And for me, I think it was easier. I know if I told my story on this podcast before, I never really told the full story of all my experiences. But um, when I had the chance to go on to the confessionals, it's still not out yet. But when it is, I'll let everybody know. I promise. Tony's a super busy guy. Uh, We did this... Ten months ago, I think. Um, so he's he's backed up, man. He's it's not like 
right now my podcast we're we're working on it we're trying to get a couple podcasts up a week that's why I'm doing a couple of them uh and I'm going to record uh some later on today as well uh so today is going to be the day I'm doing the recordings and trying to make sure that we get at least one recording for the next couple weeks and if I could get some bonuses in there uh which I'll definitely be able to um, when I'm back out in, in Dallas, it's just easier for me to do it in Dallas because it's from the laptop. It sounds better. I'm not a hundred percent stickler. Um, I hope, you know, that this sounds great. I, I know that a lot of people are, you know, you know, f- for the whole sound deal, as long as you can understand me, it's not staticky. It's not coming in, you know, rough or anything with a lot of back, you know, background noise. I'm happy. Um, that being said, so, yeah, feeling good right now, and today's show is about the wild woman, and I'm, I'm apologize if I ain't getting this name right, the wild, the wild woman of uh, Navidad, a legend that was published in 1924 in the book, The Legends of Texas. So even back in 1924, you had the Legends of Texas, published by the Texas Folklore Society. And I'm going to get into it right now. I'm going to, of course, do my normal thing, pause, see what anybody thinks, especially since it's a live show right now. Um, and since, you know, it, it gives you a moment too, as a listener, um, when it's, this is published, to sit back and be like, all right, yeah, no, that that makes sense or, or, or whatnot. And I'm also giving my thoughts along the way as well. But this is just a, a short story. Um, we're going to break down a bit. And I hope that y'all, um, hope y'all enjoy it. So, The Wild Woman of Navidad, a legend that was published in 1924 in the book, The Legend of the Legends of Texas, published by the Texas Folklore Society. And I'm sure that you could probably find this on Amazon. They have everything. And not, and if not, I'm sure you could find it somewhere on the internet. Um, the creature was described as covered in hair, short, brown, and was very fast. She eluded capture because the horses were too afraid to get close to it. The events that took place in 1836 in the Texas settlements of the Lower Navidad barefoot tracks were seen frequently. The Native American legends date back thousands of years, described giants that were hair covered and lived in the woods. So this goes back, and I I always say this, history is evidence. Now, this goes back with the Native Americans where they've seen this creature for thousands of years. They've dealt with this for thousands of years. And it goes back to them, and and we're learning. Everybody's always like, oh, well, how can something that big hide? Listen, we haven't covered every square foot of the forest. Hasn't been done. Um, Even recently with the... Uh, wolverines they found that they thought were extinct for over a hundred years. 
creature that you think is extinct, gone, non-existent anymore, because you haven't seen them for a hundred years, for over a hundred years, disappears, but is now back, found. Why is that? Because we haven't been on every square foot of land, not here in the U.S., not anywhere. So there's this creature, and it's been, they've been seeing it frequently back in 1837. Some of the first sightings by the, the settlers going in and out of settlements, running from the, you know, the forest, the woods, the tree line, diving back and forth and the horses are afraid of it. They refuse to chase it down. Refuse to. Of course, because it's probably something they've never seen before. A creature that's bigger and probably more powerful than them. I mean, how many times have we heard stories about horses uh, pretty much getting their necks broke? From this, I mean, they have the same thing with the they with deer. They twist their they twist their neck and break their necks. That's how powerful they are with their bare hands. So it's it's you know it's uh, definitely no joke whatsoever when it comes to this. Now, people are sightings. They're also uh, they go with the sightings disappearances. I mean, from the disappearances to uh, hunters seeing it out in the out in the forest and having their encounters. Um, so they've they've chased these, you know, the wooden giants, and like I said, the Native Americans have been dealing with them for thousands of years, and they describe them as the giants, you know, giants of the woods. These are creatures or guardians of the woods. Now, not all Native Americans thought of them as as such. Some thought of them as an enemy, and mainly because that uh, women and children would go missing. But not just women and children going missing. You also have the fact that, you know, when the men would go out and go hunting, that some of them wouldn't return either, or some of them would have bad encounters. Uh, with these creatures, pretty much the, the creatures that we now call, you know, Bigfoot. Bigfoot, the hairy man, um, really whatever you want to call it. But the thing is, it's, it's you know, a creature nonetheless. And it's something that has to be, you know, dealt with nonetheless so you have to uh, end up you know dealing with stuff like that and 
especially back then. I mean, I'm sure it didn't scare the Native Americans as much as it scared the settlers because these people are coming from, at that time, what they would call, you know, kind of cities into settlements. So they're, they're not used to seeing something like this run around. And the more that we broke it into, especially since, you know, a lot of the country at that time was wild. You had trees all over the place, animals all over the place, abundant of wild game. Um, before we started, you know, destroying our, our rivers and lakes and, you know, doing stuff like that. So we had all you know, all this stuff that we had going on and you had this creature now that's probably just as curious, like what, what are the, who are these people? What, what is this? You know, what, what are these beings? I'm sure. And why are they now coming into our area? Because at that time they were only really dealing with the Native Americans. And I, I, depending on where you were at that time, some Native Americans were going to war with them. Other Others kind of had a friendly relationship. Others worshipped them. Um, so there is that. So also, as an update, in 2002, residents of Sabine, Sabine, Texas, reported seeing a gray ape-like creature in areas of the dense forest. Local newspaper named it the Caddo Critter, also seen in 1970 at the Caddo Lake, and it's Caddo Lake. So the there's a history of seeing this creature, right? And again, my, my point goes out. History is evidence. Now, what was it? It was the, was it the mountain gorilla that their local, the, the local people there will talk about it. And said, yeah, we've seen these creatures for, you know, hundreds of years. We've dealt with these creatures for hundreds of years. But for whatever reason, they don't want to believe the local people. You know, scientists are like, no, well, we haven't seen it, so it's not real. But these people, the locals, not only seen them, but lived amongst them pretty much. And told the scientists, no, these creatures are very, very real. So, of course, every now and then they send up a group of researchers trying to find evidence, couldn't find anything. And then finally, years later, what do they find? The same exact creatures that local people told them existed. And then you go back again where the you talk about the the people that sit there and you know have the the wolverine right Wolf, the the wolverine was supposed to be extinct for over a hundred years and then all of a sudden bam out of nowhere 
there's this creature. And what's it doing? It's caught on camera. One of, uh, I believe, one of the uh, wild game cameras. So there, there's a lot of stuff that they got going on. And I really think that what they need to do, they need to focus on, excuse me, is the fact that just because you can't see it, or you haven't seen it, or you haven't seen one, does not mean that when somebody says, hey, I've seen a Sasquatch, or hey, I've seen a Bigfoot, or hey, I've seen a dog, man, whatever it might be, um, that, and I apologize about that, I'll, I'll turn the volume off, I thought I did already. But anyway, you know, that they're real. Number one, it doesn't matter if you send out a researcher there for a month, right? You might not see it. They don't, those, it's not like the the local people that live there every single day. Unless you live there every single day for a year or two years or whatever it takes to actually see this. Then more than likely you're not you're not going to experience you know experience that. Now, on the other hand, there are people that just go out in the woods and you go out for you know one day or for a weekend or whatever, and you're not one of those people that go out camping all the time, but you go out every now and then, try to enjoy the outdoors. You might get lucky enough and you have experience, or you might get unlucky enough and have experience. There's people out there that had to deal with some pretty scary things. Um, and, and to me, uh, you know, dealing with stuff like that, and you could tell the people that have, because it's, you know, it still affects them to, to, to this day. When I sit there and I listen to somebody telling a story and saying something about their life, and you could you know, that they experience, whether it's the paranormal, you know, dog man, Bigfoot or, or whatever it might be, UFOs, uh, you could tell that it blatantly definitely had, you know, an impact on them. Sometimes that impact, that sighting, because it, think about it, you're, as a child, you're told, Hey, monsters are not real. These are fake. Don't worry about it. It's only in the movies. It's only on TV. Uh, they're not a real thing. But at the same time, you're, that's training your brain to say, no, well, you know, obviously this isn't real. That can't be real. So if you, do experience something like that, you do see something like that, your, your, your brain tries to look for a logical answer. That's, I'm going to say probably 90% of the time, your brain looks for a logical answer. It's not going to go right away, oh man, that's a dog man. Oh no, no, that's that's definitely a Bigfoot. No, it goes through a process because it wants it, it, it's going to throw itself into denial at first. Uh, let me see, is that, that's definitely not a wolf. No, no, it's, it's not a wolf, it's not an ape, it's not a bear. 
What what is that? It's not a human being. It's way too big to be a human. What what in the world is that? You know? And when you when you experience stuff like that, you know, even with the paranormal and ghosts and when people have encounters like that, you also do the same thing. You try to, well, maybe it was the wind or maybe it was smoke or maybe it was, just, you know, dust particles in the air or, you know, or maybe it was a TV or radio or a phone that, that made that noise. Or if you like, say if something touches you, oh, well, maybe, uh, Maybe I rubbed up against a branch or maybe or if you're in the house, you rubbed up against a wall or, you know, a plant, indoor plant. But there's so many, you know, different factors that your brain tries like a, a checklist and it goes, nope, 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 not that. No way this can exist. This is a monster. I got told it does not exist. Got told that these are not real. But the fact is, and as the years go by, there's been more and more and more sightings. And it's not just UFOs. It's not just paranormal. It's not just, you know, Bigfoot or, or Dogman. Everything out there right now, it's just the sightings are going crazy. And I'm sorry, but you're not going to say, well, this is what it is. It's uh, one person said this. And then um, that is what they imagined. They imagined that. Well, here's the thing. Over here in Native, over here in America, we have the Native Americans. They've been dealing with Sasquatch, um, Skinwalkers, Dogmen, uh, and many other other things for thousands of years here. Now let's go up to Canada. You have. Even the the First Nations people, right? They've been dealing with all that stuff for thousands of years as well. They've had their own own Bigfoot experiences, their own Dogman, their their own uh, Skinwalker, um, Indigo, all that stuff. Now let's go overseas, right? Let's go over to England. They've also had their own style of big. Now you don't hear it a lot, but again, nowadays you're hearing it more and more and more. Um, they're they're more famous for like the werewolf, dogman over there. Um, but again, as the years go by, you hear more stories now coming out for Bigfoot or Sasquatch or whatever you want to call it. So it's not like it's something that's just a, we could say, oh, well, you know, it's because, uh, you know, these people describe that. So they're going to describe the same exact thing. No, but these are, you're describing pretty much all the same thing from different parts of the world. And, and they're all over, all over the place. Giants here in the U.S., uh, over in Iran, um, England, and many other places. 
And when you think of a giant, you know, of course, anything really bigger than a human would be technically a giant. Some, But I've, I've heard stories about some giants being like 22 feet tall. I mean, not too long ago, I did a podcast about the Native Americans fighting a, I think it was a 22-foot tall giant. Or maybe it was the First Nations people, actually. Um and had to set up a trap because it, they were, it was just too big for them to try to take on and fight. So they set up a trap and ended up killing it, putting a bunch of rocks on and buried it pretty much uh, alive, crushing it with a bunch of boulders. So you have all these different cryptids, right? All these different, and it's the same thing with the paranormal. Paranormal uh, across, across the globe. There's experiences. Now you could sit there and be in denial the entire time and say, no way do these things exist. And now here, here's the thing. If you believe in the Bible, right? You have to believe that these, these creatures exist because these creatures are all are, are mentioned in the Bible. As well, so there's there's just different um, different ways you could go about it. I mean, even if you if you go back to sagas of the Vikings, right? There's different sagas where we've you know where we found that in the saga it says that they've fought and encountered dogmen, you know, a whole village of them. Fought him. Um, also fought and encountered Sasquatch, the guardians of the forest. Throughout the world, there's these creatures. Throughout history, there are these creatures. And to sit there and say that they're fake or they're not real is just, to me, it's not realistic. It's really not. There's so many things, and, and maybe, you know what, because I have had my own experiences, I'm a little bit more open-minded, I guess. Um, I would like to think I'd be just as open-minded if I didn't have any of them. But honestly, who knows? It's a very um, crazy world that we live in, and it seems like it's only going to get more and more crazy. As time goes by so there's different things that you know you really need to take into uh, consideration there really is but to sit there and say that no these are not existent um, I'm sorry it's just not something that I buy into I don't believe that would be uh, I just don't think that would be wise. So, with me, uh, my I'm a hundred percent with um, believing that there's these creatures out there, and that it would be, you know, are you going to encounter them every time you go out hunting? No. Are you going to encounter them every time you go out into the outdoors or go camping? No. 
in all honesty, a lot of the times you have to go out into very rural uh, rural areas and go into their world. I believe they're physical beings. Do I believe that maybe they could go be from another dimension? Yeah, of course it's possible. Nothing. It's definitely not impossible for sure. I mean, they've already said that they've, you know, opened portals to other dimensions. So what else would there be? You know, you have to look at things, I believe, with an open, with open eyes, with an open mind, really with an open mind. I mean, there's truck drivers that go out on the road and they, you know, they're on the road and they travel all over the place. They travel on some long highways that are, you know, as yet not busy whatsoever. And they've, they've seen things. I've, I've heard different stories. Um, you have police officers that have seen, you know, encounters with different cryptids. So where did, where does it go? Like, where is it that you could sit there and say, all right, well, this person's, you know, obviously telling the truth and this person's lying. Now, am I going to sit there and say everybody that says that they've had an encounter is being honest? No. Some people are, are definitely BSing for one reason or another. Maybe they want to get their five minutes of fame. Maybe they don't. But the thing is, everybody's not lying. Even if you had, and because you get thousands and thousands of reports, thousands of sightings a year, and the number's only going up. Even if you only get like 5% of those people telling the truth, then that, that means there's something out there. Some people believe there's only one Sasquatch. Well, you know, that's it's not really possible. There's been many sightings. Some that are described the same way, others are not. Whether it's, you know, one's bigger, smaller, you know, one could be nine feet, the other could be six feet, the other could be have brown hair, the other one has white hair. Um, the description varies. So there's definitely more than one of these creatures. And it's the same thing with the dogman now. Dogman encounters are increasing. More and more people are seeing them. Now, personally, would I want to see one of those damn things? <laughs> no. I don't think so. Seeing something walking around like a man but looks like the body of a dog would be a dog man. I guess that would be the correct description of it. Um, I think that would be uh, different. Now, I've, I've seen something that's, I guess, more... More werewolf, I guess you can say, style. Um, but if you if you go into a different, again, it's a same thing, different descriptions. So with different descriptions, you have uh, of Dogman. Some people say that the Dogman is pretty much uh, a creature that looks like a dog but stands up on, on you know both legs and walks with both legs. 
Um, other people describe it as having a man body, dog, you know, a dog head or a dog upper body, um, and a man lower body. Uh, most of the, of the ones are, are kind of like, and then you have like a werewolf where you have a creature that is, you know, turns into, it goes from human to a creature, you know, that stands up, such as Dogman. Why is this thing still going off? That's what I don't understand. But... Still, uh, sorry about that. But still, there's just so many different descriptions of it. Now, could have what I've seen been a dog man? Yeah. I mean, I was a kid. It looked like I compared it to a werewolf because that's the only thing I can compare it to at the time because of the movies were werewolves. That's the, you know, I don't, I don't know if, if dog man was even uh, something that anybody said at that time. Um, so... That's the, that's the thing as well, you know, you also have to go, go by that. Um, there's another podcaster out there and man, I, I, stinks. I can't remember what his name is. Um, it's, it slips my mind right now, but I listened to their podcast too. And he's, he's seen, um, his fair share of uh, he's seen a dog man. So he, he, here's just a, a scoop of the story. And uh, for those of you listening, if you if you know who it is, I apologize. His his name is just slipping my mind right now. Um, but basically, what his story is is that you know he he in high school he was he was in a uh, sports right so he would go out uh, i believe he's on the track team he would go out all the time and he would go running he would go for a run at a certain time every single every day so this one day he gets up does his thing starts going for the run and notices that there's something following him step for step next to him now again it's kind of like a rural area there's you know woods next to him and i believe there was a cornfield uh, as well, and he ends up seeing this thing, right? And he said it looked like Anubis. And if, if y'all don't know who, who Anubis is, Anubis is the Egyptian god that pharaohs souls to the afterlife. Um, so he said that's what that, to him, that's what it looked like is Anubis. Uh, any pictures that I've seen of Anubis goes with the, you know, dog canine face, um, and shoulders, I think. And then it's, it's a man body. The rest of it's, you know, all human. So there's that. Now, that's not what I've seen.
what I've what I seen, what I witnessed was more honestly, um more dog not dog, more more like more wolf, you know, kind of style. Like it, the the full body was um of an animal. So it was, it was more like a full huge body of of a an animal. And not like, you know, half half dog, half human. It was full, you know, full animal for sure. Um, from what I see. But, but at the same time, and I'm sorry, man, I'm, I'm still trying to recoup. COVID's definitely like, uh, worked me. So I'm still trying to stay. If anybody's falling asleep, I apologize. I need more coffee. Um, so yeah, to, from what I seen was definitely different. Uh, so let me try to describe to you um, the best that I can for what I seen. What I seen was pretty much, and like I said, the only thing I could compare it to at that time, but the first thing that really crossed into my mind was that of a werewolf. Um, and when I say werewolf, I mean uh, if you ever seen American was it American Werewolf in in London? Kind of like that, or even um, any of the movie Underworld, right? And I'm talking about when it's in the where you know werewolf uh, phase. So that's kind of what it what it looked like, and to me, that's like one of the craziest things you could you see. As a little kid, scared the daylights out of me. Um, absolutely terrifying, with, with no question. I've probably seen it. If it was more than, if it was more than thirty seconds, it would be a miracle. Honestly, truly, would be a, a definite miracle. Linda Mensa, thanks for joining. I see that you came and left. Everybody else that joined and left, thank you for just listening for a couple seconds. Um, probably not your style of show. Definitely check out the description before you pop on here. This is not for the lighthearted. And again, if anybody, if you have your own encounters, or even if you know of encounters through friends, family that have been passed to you, got told to you, definitely hit us up. Uh, we are on Reddit, by the way, and I'm going to start updating the page. I'm going to put more pictures on there, especially with all the pictures that I do have. Um, and the videos as well. Uh, and if y'all want to see the one of you that I was talking about with the tent going absolutely crazy with me and my fiance inside the tent, um, it is on the last podcast I posted up episode 51 um, called the land. So check that out as well. But, and I know I'm bouncing all around. I apologize. So pretty much what, what I'm saying is, is that there's a, there's a different description for everybody. Like it, 
Bigfoot, some people see really gigantic ones. Other people see like ones that are like even five feet, six feet, um, different color hair, different shapes of the head, some chronicle shapes, some more round, some, you know, some that the, most of them don't have like a, a neck. And when I say don't have a neck, it means that their trap muscles, their traps, their trapezoid muscles are so big. It doesn't look like they have a neck, like a neck does not exist on them. So there is that. But what I've seen was pretty much, if you ever watched any of the Underworld movies or even, uh, like I said, American Werewolf in London. That's pretty much kind of what I saw. And going back to however old I was, I mean, I, I had, I'm going to say around five, six, somewhere around there. Um, it was, it was scary, man. And even more scary now as an adult, just to think of because of how it happened, just the story behind it. Uh, but if you want to listen to the story behind that, make sure you listen to the Tony Merkel podcast, the confessionals. It is going to be on. Um, and when it does drop, I'll let everybody know that it's on. So don't worry. Uh, y'all will get a heads up on that one. Anyway, as, as I know I'm just going on and on and on about it, but back to uh, some other stories that I've heard We and some updates on everything going on. So we are going to be, uh, the Reddit page is going to go um, pretty much going more and more. I don't know why that just disappeared on me. Oh, you went to call in, man, and unfortunately, for some reason, it just disappeared. So I don't know if you canceled the call in or what, but thanks for P.S. Lordson, K. Darko, entered live studio. Thanks for uh, coming on and then trying to call in. But um, anyway, there's just – so we're going to do the Reddit page. Reddit page is going to be uh, – pretty much a main focus because I think it's a lot easier for me to get pictures and videos up on there. Plus it's a lot open more to uh, having everybody discuss on the page of, of their thoughts and also share whatever stuff that they experienced um, as well. So that's really what I'm working on right now. We're going to push the, the Reddit page. I don't really know if I'm going to, I'll, I'll do the Instagram. The Instagram to me when it comes to stuff like this, uh, it's cool for like, I guess the back looks of every, of different things. Um, but it's, it's not going to be the main focus. So the main focus again is going to be the Reddit page. We're also going to be doing the YouTube. So the YouTube is gonna be a live thing. So once I start doing the shows, especially when I'm at uh, in Dallas. What I'm probably going to do is I'm going to do 
live on YouTube. I'm going to see if I can also do it live at the same time on Podbean on the laptop so it's the same quality and doesn't mess anything up. If I can't do it live on Podbean at the same time I'm doing it, the, the podcast live on YouTube, what I'll do is I'll do it from my phone. Hopefully everything sounds fine with this. Not 100% sure because people, again, are, are going in and out, balancing, and not really giving me any kind of feedback right now. Um, so those of you listening, please leave some comments. Let me know what's going on, if, if my voice is cutting in and out, or if, if there's anything going on, or if it, it's some kind of background noise. Just let me know so I can correct the issue. Again, I do this stuff live and unfiltered, live and uncut. Um, I don't, uh, a lot of the times pre-record stuff, I will, and I'm going to start doing that when it comes to, once I start getting more, uh, emails in, and again, our email is miapodcast at protonmail.com, P-R-O-T-O-N dot com. So if you have a story that you want to share, encounter you want to share, please email us. And again, that email is podcast at protonmail.com. Um, we are going to start doing some of these uh, Bigfoot. Um, huh, what, what, we're we're going to start doing some of the big the Bigfoot. Um, encrypted, if I can find some encrypted uh, stuff around here as well, I'm going to try to do it around here, but like the, the Bigfoot Fest and, and things such as that, we're, we're going to start going to those and becoming a vendor, and we're going to try to push the uh, podcast out there more. Um, I did find, again, AT&T, uh, I know they're not no sponsor of the show or anything like that, but I got lucky enough, and we found that they're uh, they're a really good for where it lands at, which makes it everything easier because I could still do the podcast when I'm out at the land. I could still go also um, out there with the laptop and do recordings. Also, anything that I find, in, I'm going to end up sharing on the Reddit. I'm going to end up sharing on the Facebook page. So we're going to really start pushing Reddit and Facebook a lot. I am going to try to redo the Instagram page. And we'll put up some cool stuff uh, that, you know, that we find, like if we find any prints or if we, any uh, tracks, things like that. We'll do live recordings. Um, and keep everybody up to date that way what's going on. But it's, it, again... My main focus is really going to build up the Reddit community with our the MIA podcast page. So hopefully everybody enjoys that. Um, that is going to be the future for the show. That's what we're going to start really focusing on. I'm going to end up pretty much using Sundays to record some shows just so I can start getting ahead. And start making sure that everybody, you know, at the very least, we're doing one podcast a week and popping out. Um, if we're lucky, get, you know, two of them. But again, we're going to do some pre-recorded shows. We're going to do some live shows. Our, our show is known to be live and uncut. That is what we're going to be known for. 
I'm still sticking to the live uncut. I still love, uh, you know, I'm going to have to get my butt up early in the morning and, and start doing these shows early in the morning, which is probably 4 o'clock Central Standard Time. Um, I'm just going to have to stop being lazy and get up. Uh, just because I, I like when I was doing the shows early, we had people call in, we had people sharing, and it seemed like that audience really grabbed it. Uh, let me just thank everybody uh, real quick. So we've had plenty of uh, we had some plenty of downloads, and I just want to thank you across the country and across the world for everybody that's listening. Thank you very much. Deep down, let's keep it going. Keep giving us likes. Keep following us here on Podbean or wherever you're finding your local podcast at. Um, hit us up with a like. If you do see us on the on the Apple Podcast, five-star rating, that would be awesome and much appreciated. And anywhere else. And if you have anything that you'd like to say to us, feel free to, come, you know, while we're doing live shows, come up, comment, talk to me. Let me know what you think. And if you experienced anything, you want to pop up, call in. I love when I have my listeners calling in and sharing their very own experiences. That's my favorite part of it. Or even if they're going, and not just their experiences, but just like last week when I got the chance to talk to one of the listeners and he was sitting there and tell me his different thoughts about different subjects, whether it was the UFOs, uh, the Giants, or Sasquatch, or anything um, we, we talked about many different subjects. I'm all about that. I love that. That's my favorite part is interacting with the listeners. My absolute favorite part. It's always going to be my favorite part. So, again, even if you just have maybe you were doing your own little research or investigating, share it. I'm all about that. Uh, so. That is going to be the game plan. We're going to start popping a show off at least once a week. I'm going to try to get more. I'm going to try to get my butt up early every morning and start doing these at 4 o'clock Central Standard Time. Uh, so that's my goal, and that's what I'm going to go and try to do. So I think if I can tap back into these early birds and uh, everybody else across the world, and we can start sharing stories. I, I loved how I was able to listen to people's stories about, you know, the djinn or their own sightings or ghosts or anything. Even time to, for me, uh, Caps, um, you know, he called in. He always leaves some, uh, you know, tell tell different experiences that he's heard or, you know, that he of somebody he knows that happened to, like the time slip, time warp. Uh, to me, I thought that was awesome absolutely amazing so <clears throat> that is what we're going to be working on i'm going to be doing a second show in a bit i'm going to take a little bit of a break because i need some coffee or some monster or some energy drink or something going on but then i'll be right back on top of it uh going live again and the second show i'm trying really hard to get my son's mother on uh, just because it's a very interesting story. A very interesting story um, that of stuff that we experience, and I think it's cool to have a secondary person. I, if not, I'm going to actually try to see if 
the missus will join me. I know she's on and off with taking naps, but <sighs> and getting the inside cleaned up. Um, and she didn't sleep too much last night either. The between, for some reason, the heat kept on kicking off. I didn't sleep that much either. Now that I'm thinking about it, but it is what it is. Go to bed early, wake up early tomorrow. Get on the podcast. We'll do a nice live show and we'll just uh, rock it. Again, we're with the Reddit page. Uh, if you can't find us, I'm going to post something on here. Uh, as soon as I get it all situated, once I publish this podcast, uh, I'll put the links up in there so you can join the Reddit page, join the Discord. Uh, Discord is pretty much just me for, if you know, talking, different theories, sharing the different experiences, um, pictures, whatever it is that you want to share, talk, you know, pretty much other people in our community. And I really think we should all work together. The more you get the chance to share, the more stories you get to, uh, you know, the, the more you get to listen to. And uh, to me, that's my, my favorite thing. I, I listen to Wes Groomer's Sasquatch Chronicles. I wish it, I listened again, as you all know, Tony Merkel, um, the confessionals. I'm a fan of, of both shows. I get to talk to Tony every now and then, um, as an acquaintance, uh, he, you know, points me in the right direction. Talk to him about the weird stuff that happens to me <laughs> in our last experience, uh, out and on land. But, um, trust me when I say, um, when you get to listen to other people's stories, you get a knowledge and you learn more and more every now and then I'll take, I'll, I'll take notes and like, Oh, wow. Uh, there's a, you know what, this is what I'm going to get to. Uh, and, uh, we're, we're changing it up. We were just talking about Sasquatch Bigfoot and stories like that. So I've been wanting to get into this. Now, if you have not listened to Tony Merkel's podcast, please listen to it. Trust me when I say, and I'm going to, again, put the link in the description. So the link for his podcast is going to be in the description. But Tony Merkel, um, there's, this, there's this guy, Bob, right? He's a, he's a truck driver and man, what a show, what a mind blower. Uh, I believe I even shared it on my Twitter because I wanted to do a story just on him, but you know what? No, um, it's going to go on this podcast that, that we're talking about right now. Um, it, to me is just amazing. The story that he told, and then there's just different aspects of it that I'd love to talk about, like time slips, time travels, uh, you know, uh, different things. And even if this has happened to anybody, please share. Trust me. Um, this is a no judgment zone. And that's, that's pretty, that's what we're about. We don't judge people for, you know, anything. Um, that's just not what we're about. We sit there trying to listen to what's going on and what you have to say and hopefully help you at the very least get some stuff off of your chest. But, uh, so I'm looking for now. That's the Sasquatch Chronicles, Confessionals, uh, no, Moon Man. That's a great show. That was a great one as well. Uh, 
Oh no, where is it? Oh, that's Lost Gold of Dance Run, another great one, episode 397. Um, definitely a must listen to as well, but that's not what we're going to be talking about today. Trinity Inc. Ministries, how are you doing today? Thanks for joining. Glad to see you on there. So what I'm currently looking for is the episode of the confessionals where this gentleman, his name is Bob, truck driver, and he had a experience and a half. And I would like my listeners to, once this is published, let me know what y'all think about this. Because to me, this story that this gentleman went through is just mind-blowing. And I have my own, my very, very own uh, thing where, you know, I believe what happened to him. Now, I'll go ahead and tell what the story is. This gentleman's Bob, his name is Bob again. He's been a truck driver, truck driver for years. He's, he did it on and off. So this one day, he's rolling through uh, Pennsylvania. Now, as he's going through Pennsylvania... Getting tired, he's coming up on the time where it's time for him to pull over and, you know, log out for the day. Well, as he's getting ready to pull over and log out for the day, he sees this beautiful old school diner. And trust me, when I when I say I'm not even doing this story justice, but I'm, I'm repeating it because I want to get to what people actually think happened to him. And what my theory is on it. So he goes into this diner and it's very pretty much 19, I believe 1960s style diner. Beautiful. Even the, the way that the waitresses were dressed, the cook was dressed. It's all from that time period. The cars on the outside, all from that time period. Um... And this, this took place back in the 1990s. So he goes in, orders his food, has a drink or two, gets some courage up, talks to a girl, and then him and her go back to his truck. And I'm sure your imaginations can you know, figure out the rest. Well, she leaves. He offers to, you know, give her his his number, his information, his contact information. Maybe one day uh, they could, you know, meet up and, and, and talk again if he goes through that area. Well, she kind of just giggles and ends up leaving. Well, he gets up and goes throughout his day and finishes his drop off. He, he leaves, goes to his, his spot. Drops off, you know, his truck, turns around, picks up, I believe he picked up another load, turned around and went to go back to the spot on his, on, on the way back. He decides, well, I'll just stop at that same spot, you know, let me stop there. Maybe that girl will be there again and maybe we'll be able to get to talk and, and have a good time. Well, he pulls in and all of a sudden what's standing there is a broke down very old, no longer in business diner. The diner 
he, he decides, like, oh, no way. I don't know what happened to it. I haven't been gone that long. No cars anymore. He could see the same tracks, as you know, that he left from earlier that day when he took off. So he knows this is the spot. Parked his truck in the same exact location. So Bob's trying to figure out what in the world happened. I was just here. My truck tracks are just, they're right there. Walks up to the diner and looks inside. There's a door with the doors were open and it looked like it's been abandoned for years now. And it has been in business for a very, very long time that just got, you know, went out of business and got left. So he's sitting there trying to figure out what happened. And, you know, that's bothering him. He's like, man, is this this the right place? It has to be the right place because this is where I, this is exactly where I went. My truck tracks are right there. This is where I parked that night. This is, I talked to that girl yesterday. You know, I know it wasn't a dream because I ordered food and I ate the food. So how is that, you know, how would that be a dream? He didn't go back to sleep after he, he let, you know, after the girl left his cab, he went on about his day and, and left. So what happened? What happened to Bob? What did he experience? Was it all just some crazy dream? Was it maybe something else? Was it a time slip? Did he somehow slip back through time to the 1960s just for those short couple of hours? What happened to him? Now, my theory with what happened to him is this. And if you listen again, the Tony Merkel podcast, The Confessionals, that's what you want to check out. Check out the confessionals, Tony Merkel. The show is awesome. I was trying to look up the episode for you because I thought I posted it on my Twitter account. Um, I guess I didn't, but I swore I did. It's an amazing show. And what I believe that Bob experienced, because I've heard stories about time slips, I haven't ever heard of one that lasted as long as Bob's experience. Because to me, if it's a dream, you eventually wake up from the dream, right? So you know that you've woken up. And he already woke up next to this beautiful woman and watched her, you know, walked around, watched her leave, and then went along with his day. So to me, a dream is no longer really a possibility. That's just my opinion. I'm, I'm nobody. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a podcaster. That's not even fully a podcaster. I'm just a regular everyday guy, you know, I'm appliance tech. That's who I am. So my theory is that somehow he experienced some kind of time slip and he even thought that maybe the people might have even known because somebody apparently is like, oh, what kind of truck is that? 
Now, the Mack trucks, 18-wheelers, whatever it is you want to call them, from back in the 1960s were way different than the Mack trucks that were, you know, from the 1990s. Now, I don't remember the kind of truck that he was driving, uh, but it was a brand new truck. It was a 90s version. And the styles are completely different. So when it comes to that, you really... And he's like, oh, this is the truck I have. This is what I experienced. You know, and they just kind of like, oh, all right. See, it could be that. Were they seen other trucks maybe from the time period maybe it happens more than once or it could be that they just figured it oh wow that's a brand new truck that's you know something different and something new and could have possibly just thought that it's just something different that could definitely be it but i believe that he experienced a time a time warp a time slip whatever you want to call it for a way longer period of time than I think I've ever heard anybody experience it before. Now, what I would try to do if I was Bob, if he could possibly remember the lady's name that he had a relationship with and maybe see if that person is still around today, Or even if, oddly enough, if that person has had a child. Now, imagine that. That would be, I mean, that would put him and his his child probably born around the same time period. How how can anybody explain that? If that's what if that's actually what happened, like I, that would blow my mind because it figured 1960s. He was born in the 1960s, I believe. Um, and then you're you have a you you have this experience where you you know do a time you, you experience a time slip going back to the 1960s, meet a wonder you know nice wonderful girl, and then you have a relation with her, and then all of a sudden, bam, you you go back there hours later and. It, what you experience is no longer even there. Not there anymore. So what I would even suggest is, I would suggest maybe, again, doing some homework, seeing if you could possibly remember the girl's name, see if you could find that girl in that area, because more than likely they probably didn't leave the area and might be somewhere, you know, close by. Hopefully. Second, see if they maybe have a kid that could possibly be from, you know, that time period that you slipped in. Again, I've heard of other time slips or time warps, whatever, whatever it is you want to call it. I've, I've heard of them. I've never heard of it lasting for hours upon hours. Um... And Bob's experience definitely did because he got there in the afternoon, 
had dinner. He said it was the best, some of the best food that he ate. Had two beers. Had a conversation with this young lady. And they both went back to his truck. Because he, of course, for what he does for hauling, he has a cab in the back of the truck. So then you're, you're experiencing that. And to me, that's, that's just mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. But if I was him, that's what I would do. I would try to find the person, at the, least, at the very least that girl. See if maybe that girl remembers that experience. I'm sure she would. Like, do you remember, you know, a truck driver going in, we had a conversation and had this really cool truck and, you know, you, you've seen the cab of it and, and all that. I think that would be something, uh, to me, amazing. Absolutely amazing. I, I think that um, I really, I have a bunch of theories about this, man. I, I really think that's that's where I would start. Uh, could it be a different dimension? Now, we've heard the scientists talk about the, how they're opening up other dimensions now. And now, you know, things crawled out. Um, so could it, could it have been in like another dimension that popped up and he, he experienced that for a bit and then all of a sudden goes to leave the next day and then he, he brings himself out of it. I think anything's possible. I, I believe his story because if you listen to it again, check out the confessionals with Tony Merkel. Look up the episode with Bob, and trust me, this is a must listen to. This gentleman has a heck of a story to share. It's just amazing. But to me, time. my theory is that it's a time warp, and how crazy would that be if he actually had a kid with that young lady and running around and being the same age as him? That would be insane. Absolutely insane. So, and uh, unexplainable. How are you going to explain that? But I would definitely recommend checking it out for sure. Um, it's just an amazing show. Amazing show. But for right now, we're already at the hour and 18 minute mark, almost at the hour and 20 minute mark. And I have another show to do, so I'm going to uh, cut this one off. Everybody did sit there and hang out uh, with me. I appreciate it. Milt Dog, thanks for popping through. I appreciate it. Sunner Bell, thank you. Trinity, everybody, uh, thank you for coming through again. We are going to be doing another show in about 15, 20 minutes. I'm just going to run, grab an energy drink because I need one badly right now. Um and on the next show, trust me when I say it's going to be a good one. So I hope you all come back, give us a listen to, and then again, tomorrow morning, 4 o'clock, 0400 Central Standard Time, we will be back. 
I'm going to wake my lazy butt up and we're just going to start rocking the, the podcast in the morning like we used to. Um, and hopefully y'all enjoy. And if anybody, again, listening has an experience they'd like to share, whether it's paranormal, cryptic, UFOs, whatever it might be, feel free to share. Send us an email at miapodcast at protonmail.com. Again, it's miapodcast at protonmail.com. Until next time, everybody, I will see you then. Please look out for one another. Try to help each other out. If you see somebody on the other side, little old lady on the side of the road needs help, help her cross it. If you, need, if you see a little tiny elf on the shelf that needs help, reaching that top shelf, give them a hand. Until next time, everybody, see you all on the flip side. Take care. And as usual, history is evidence. Give me life, wanna lock me up until the end of time Cause he says I just can't get it right